Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive, that was once a ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we are doing a triple header tonight. As uh, baseball took thunder off the air this week, so we will be talking about SmackDown. Good news. Braves beat the Phillies that night. Oh, thank God. And I didn't have to use my AK. Today was a Braves game. We're coming off the heels for Spring Stampede, which you can go back to the pay-per-view war stories to listen to what we thought about that one. It Uh, sucked! There it is. (laughs) There it is. Uh, We're going... We're... Two weeks away from Backlash, WWF, and what does SmackDown give us? I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database and Shane Douglas's number one fan. <laughs> That's a stiff shot, bro. <laughs> Damn. What did you do? <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sort yourself out. Um, God damn. I'm sorry. Damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Holy fuck. <laughs> that broke me too. Huh? As I as I was thinking, I was going to say buff, but then I was like, let's go Douglas Saginaw. <laughs> uh, the ch- 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 chosen one. Mike. I can't follow that. Just call my, <laughs> call my mans over here, Shane Douglas. You've got all the gold too. All right. You can't even Back brag to about you, it. Bruce Pritchard. What do you got? Oh, yeah. A new NXT. <laughs> What's Vince doing for you tonight? Hey, how, Vince. How your, how your vascular arms, Vince? Mm-hmm. No, we're not talking about that. That'll be on the No So podcast this week. Uh, let's go. I thought we're talking about that. <laughs> uh, split second. Uh, let's go to Monday Nitro on Rutherford, Illinois. Rockford. Rockford. Rockford? It's Rockford. East Rutherford is in it's New, New Jersey. Jersey. It's in Rockford, it's Illinois. Oh, my. Uh, Rockford Peaches? You might have heard of the movie. You know. Hooch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my, my, you know uh, films. Hey, she can't hit the high fastball. My thing autocorrected. Uh, April 17th of the year 2000. Auto corrects Rockford to Rutherford? I guess so. Jesus. Your phone fucking hates you. I guess so. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck off, iPad. It's, it's in a Jersey state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> no one should ever be in a Jersey state of mind. Uh, commentary team is Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and one Scott Hudson. I like this team. This is a good fucking team. Yeah, this is good. Uh, speaking of good, photo stills. <laughs> photo stills of Spring Stampede. <laughs> the Shane Douglas the highlights. Shane Douglas highlights. <laughs> As we get highlights from throughout the entire night of that lovely pay-per-view. It's awful generous of you calling these highlights. Hooch. Hooch. <laughs> what a hitter. What a hitter. Then we cut backstage to security, making sure doors are shut. Yep, that's firm. And nobody's getting in now. Nobody's getting yeah, in there. No. As the Millionaires Club has been locked out of the building. Yep. Then we go straight. To, then we see the air, the cam shot of the ring, and then confetti and balloons are falling. As the it's a new blood celebration. Yes, it is. Oh, as all the people that won championship match uh, the championships last Woo-hoo. night come out. Uh, we have Chris Candido with Fat Tammy as the new cruiserweight <laughs> champion. Uh, Buff and hey, Shane. Hey, hey, Chris. <laughs> Buff and Shane as the new tag, and Scott Steiner as the new U.S. Tell me I'm still sexier than Sable. You're not. Um, they're I'm way the, harder than Tori, though, right? They were playing. Oh, yep. Uh, they were playing some corny music. Were they? Was that dubbed? Sub, yes, celebratory music. But was that dubbed no. over? No, that was, no. Because no. I watched the redubbed. Okay. With uh, with correct audio put back in. Okay. Because why wouldn't you if you have the chance? Like. 
As uh, Russo says, it's a New York party. And then Russo's like, hey, I told you, Candido. Sunny days are, were ahead. <laughs> Ten seconds into the fucking show, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, you left a, a big part out, though, Joe. Huh. There's security guards walking with them. Oh, and they're yes. all in a mask. I, I wonder who they could be. I forgot security. Uh, Russo says one title got away, the hardcore title. Is, fuck. Uh, Terry Funk is your new champion, but he's not new blood, and he's not a new millionaire. He's not a millionaire. He's just old. I mean, then Vince Russo. I hate to agree with him, but well, he is a millionaire. Yeah. So, but, but Vince Russo keeps on talking about the competitor I mean, as the, he brings up WWF's good old JR. I don't argue up until because we have a lot to say about that. Yeah. I don't argue up until The Rock. He's the most successful pro wrestler who was an actor. Roadhouse. Because he was in higher quality stuff than Piper. Piper's known for more of the They Live, and that's about it. He's been in like four or five Stallone movies, plus Roadhouse. Roadhouse, Over the Top, I think he was. Yeah, Over the Top, a couple of uh, TV pilots. Like, Well, then I'll still count you with Hulk Hogan. Terry Funk was in way more high-caliber stuff than that. Mr. Like, he never tried to be a, like... Okay. There was no movie he ever tried to star in, but he was in better films than any of those I'm going to get this, because I fucking hate Terry Funk. Jesse the Body Ventura. He was said first of all, he was in Black Hammer White Lightning. So first of all, you watch what you say next. I had Abraxas. Other than Abraxas, I mean he was in uh Okay, 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 uh, no no, it's fine, that's fine. Well Honor the Giant. What's up? You gonna you can say shit about Princess Bride? That's what we can do right now? No, Princess Bride's great. It's not Roadhouse. But it's one movie. I got here we go. Here's one movie Look, anything else. I got okay, I got there. movies Funk was in, okay? Oh god. Uh he was in um What else is terrible by the way? He was in The Ringer. Like the Johnny Knoxville movie? Yeah. I don't remember him. What the fuck it. was he in that movie? Yeah, he was in that movie. I don't remember that. Um, See the retarded kid? <laughs> hey, hey, t- oh, hey. Damn. We don't. <laughs> we don't uh, here at uh, No Subtainment uh, appreciate that. Uh, the fuck we get ice cream? Wording. Was that fuck? There it is. Uh, over the top. Um, he was in a movie called Paradise Alley. He's also like bangers. Uh, hold on, hold on. Crushing a gel. That's you, about it. Did, did you just say he was in a movie called Paradise Alley? I've never heard of it. Corbin, come across the table at you, sir. That is a very well-known Sylvester Stallone movie. About, I have no idea what the fuck it is. Oh, no. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's well-known from the 70s. It was. I think it came out a year after Rocky. Like, Rocky's is his movie most... he does porns? That movie? No. Is he fucking like a, funk in that movie? No. Oh. He's like, it's uh, about a boxer and his brother... And, but it involves, like, they go into wrestling or something for... It's been a while since I've seen it. But, I mean, like, it used to be on TV all the time. and Like, uh, TBS and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then so it's a Roadhouse movie. and Over the Top. Yeah. And then a ton of TV stuff, too. Ventura was in Predator and, uh, wasn't he in Running Man? Yes, he was in Running Man. So Ventura takes the lead. Also, Black Hammer, White Lightning. So... What's no, that? I'd go... It's a spook movie in Ridley, okay. too. Okay. No, I would go... I would go funk in terms of actual quality movies. Okay. Dave Batista. He's he's coming close. So then No joke. No, he's coming close. Yeah. So then Russo changes his from funk to good old JR and tells him to kiss his ass. Oh, was there a personal grudge to to use here? I mean fuck. No, not hell. at all. So he tells him to kiss his ass and he brings out uh Jeff Jarrett. And Jarrett says, I told you I would win the title. And JR, you can kiss my ass too. We know about that heat. Yeah. He's Jarrett's legitimate heat. Yeah. So then 
Jeff Jarrett goes babyface for a moment and to challenge DDP for a rematch for the title. At you mean DD me. There it is. At Slamboree in a three-tier cage match. The match they made specifically for the movie Ready to Rumble. If by that you mean someone in Texas invented it in the 80s and world-class, then yes. You're, you, don't, you don't worry about that. You mean it was invented for Ready to Rumble. Uh, sir, Ready to Rumble came up with it. Sure, yeah. How dare you besmirch the good goddamn name of David Arquette. Sure, there was a no... I will have you know. There was a no way anybody involved in the Von Erich uh, promotion in 1987... Who are they? they? Nah, they're all dead. When they debuted. Yeah, who are they? Or... Or the fact that it even showed up on a WCW pay-per-view in June of 88. Some 12 years before this, but don't you worry about pay-per-view. Great American Bash 88. They had the three-tiered cage. I can remember it was in June. I was like, what the fuck is in June? No, Great American Bash. And in fact, and in fact that's the cage they used in Uncensored 96 yep. when Hogan and Savage that wrestled everybody in the fucking world. When they squashed all the heels? Yeah. Who was in the match in 88? It was the Road Warrior. It was five on five. Okay. It was the Road Warriors. Cheating ass? Hogan is. Dude. Road Warriors, Ronnie Garvin, Jimmy Garvin, and who was the fifth? Hardy went like the challenger. Damn it. And they took on Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotundo. My God. Oh, Ivan Koloff, the Russian Assassins. It's a weird match. It is. Is that the main event? No. Thank no. Christ. That was like the mid-card Jesus, thing. that was a weird-ass match for that cage match. In fact, the main event was Flair and Luger. There it is. Uh, Barry Windham and Dusty Rhodes had a good U.S. title match. Like team package broke up? Yeah. In 88? Goddamn. And uh, Joe, to this day, I remember Joe's face. Me and Joe, me and Jeff made him watch it. The opening match was Arn and Tully defending the tag belts against Nikita Koloff and Sting. But the thing about the match, it was uh, it, the crowd. The it was, fuck? It was the crowd. A weird ass tag match. You've never heard a crowd that fucking amped to yep. see wrestling in your life. Well, no, you've never. August twentieth. No, twenty-one. This was like crazy. It was. Um, it really was. Should I have Mister Rubel watch it? To I'm busy. I'm busy that day. Yeah, are you? Okay. Yeah. Um, Russo brings out one Eric Bischoff with his <laughs> new side piece, Kimberly. Jesus. I prefer as my front piece. Uh, as Bischoff says, he's going now. T- he's going to make DDP's li- uh, life a living hell. <laughs> Kimber was trying makes... not to vomit, by the way, when Bischoff was looking at her. She was yeah. trying not to fucking throw up <laughs> everywhere. As he's making all the innuendos that he just banged Kimberly last night. Kimberly gets to talk. There's a fair chance that he probably bada bing. did. Bada boom. Bada boom. She, he, he bada banged her last night. Uh, Kimberly gets to talk, and she's got tired of always doing the DDP schedule. What his needs, his opportunity. She got tired of standing in his shadows. Oh, you mean the guy who made the fucking money for your family, you dumb fuck? I got tired of it. Yeah, so was it you, you fucking idiot? It like she's doing much. She right. says it's her time. And then a car shows up. Right. DDP uh, is stopped by security guards until he beats them all oh, up. Hold on. Bro. We know that DDP is cool and he's going to kick ass because in April of 2000, what's he wearing? A Sopranos t-shirt. Oh, yeah. So, are you saying that his time is up and her time is now? You can't see her? Her time is now? Uh, is that John flashing Cena red light? the gimmick from It's Kimberly. her time now! <laughs> Don't worry. DDP breaks up the guards and then decides to walk to the ring. However, 
He goes to the gorilla, and they follow him. And you know who he walks by? Who? One, Sean Stasiak, and yep. one, Kurt Henning. That's yep. it. Um, <laughs> so they walk. He walks right by them. Yep. Oops. They play his music when he heads down to the ring. Good thing the guy was right under that button with that music. Yep. I think he was ready. Then uh, he uh, gets in the ring, starts brawling with the uh, New Blood. However, the right squad that came down with uh, the New Blood gets in the ring, starts battling with them. However, Lex Luger instantly takes his helmet off to show off that it's the Millionaire's Club. I think that's ultra creative. It's like Russo and Passion did this a year ago. Nah. I'm so glad that Russo's back with these fresh creative ideas. I was nah. thinking one might be one of them was going to be Sean and one's going to be Briscoe and Patterson. I just wrote down, oh, good, more old WWF storylines. Cool. Super excited. I mean, he's pretty much already been exposed at this point of only being able to do the same things he thought of before. And did he really think of those? Nobody really knows for sure. Then we go backstage with Bischoff yelling at Lash LaRue, Bam Bam, Chavo, Jerry Flynn, and Booker because they're Lash LaRue, Bam Bam, Chavo, right. and Jerry Flynn, and Booker. Because of the job squad. Uh, with the exception of one of those guys, who doesn't belong there. Lash LaRue? No. 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 Jerry Flynn. <laughs> that looks like a... What? You know, I think he's yelling at him because they're a bunch of misfits. Yeah. Can't wait to see him in action. Maybe. Uh, Bischoff then wants Mike Austin to beat up DDP tonight. The security guards that WCW hired to stop the Millionaires Club quit. We don't need this job. Don't even pay us. As they should. As everybody left, a call happens, and then you can hear somehow Hulk Hogan. I'm going to eat your ass. (laughs) Bischoff was great here. I'm going to eat your ass in five minutes. He just drops the phone. He's like, fuck. Me. <laughs> but I love it. Because he's already a weekend. He's like, this is uh, no. that guy. already. <laughs> so, can they start yet? Can I ruin that company yet? <laughs> can we go? Let's go to our first match of the night. Like, fuck. Because this took about 400 fucking hours to get to. As it's Sean Stasiak no, versus no. Kurt Henning. Why were they by the grill just so fucking early? Like, what are you doing? Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, during the match, though, Miss Hancock comes out. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, they fight near the announce table. Henning grabs a water bottle and squirts Madden with it. Why is she still here? Fat Tammy's here now. <laughs> hey, 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 Hancock. Most downloaded star in the history of AOL. Hey, hey, hey. Want to hmm. see me too? <laughs> uh, Henning, Henning hits a clothesline on Stasiak and hits the ref at the same time because he does like the like clothesline, but he keeps the arm Super high that he somehow has to graze Stasiak but full on hit the ref. God Olay. damn, got it. Terrible. Go ahead. I just said Olay. Olay. Uh, Henning then hits the Henning uh, Henning plex, but the ref's down. Henning picks up the ref, but Stasiak hits Henning with brass knucks that he had in his knee pad. Stacy hits the perfect plant. Uh, it's an F five way, but he lands on the front of him, not to the side, for the win. Yeah, I'm not uh, having brass knuckles on my knee pad, by the way. Holy fuck, dude. Right? Jesus Christ. Uh, backstage, Hogan shows up, and the cops are out there, not pointing a gun. Uh, however, why is it that when Hogan shows up, like, the cops show up behind him, but the camera is, like, in a cop car? Like, they're filming him, like cops. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's Stone Cold Balea. 
Okay. Uh, glared Hogan. down the cops. Hogan's like, I'm getting in there one way or another. That means me kicking your ass or eating your ass. You decide. <laughs> I wrote, uh, they just let their fellow Nazi by. Yep. <laughs> they have a stare down and the cops just let them in. Nazis. Hogan then uh, uh, tries to walk from where DDP was to the stage. However, he gets lost behind the set. He gets so <laughs> fucking lost. Oh where the fuck am I going? God, dude. He missed the entrance. Hogan just walks in. As this is happening, Stasiak is still attacking Henning in the ring. And Hogan makes the save. Hogan says he's been listening to the fans and critics for the past year. Hogan says the critics, the critics think that he's getting old. Hogan says every rush in the back is getting old, brother. Hogan says that he may have only lost a half a step. He is still the top dog, the lead dog. And if anybody wants some, they can come out and get some. But is he the... Dog. I knew that was coming. Yeah. What Bischoff and Russo did last week, they're not now, they're not messing with Hulk Hogan. Now they're messing around with Terry Borlea. Ooh, he's got a thermos. Uh, he's still, <laughs> he's still the top spot and he's, and he's here to kick someone's ass. And two gun? And he does. Hogan brings up Kidman whining, complaining. Hogan says uh, he started with, Ki- he's going to start with Kidman tonight and he calls out Kidman. Kidman comes on the Tron and tells Hogan to come back here and if he wants to fight. Hogan runs to the back, and then all of a sudden we see Hogan. Where the hell is he? He's in the parking lot. Where the hell is he? Already lost Kidman. And yeah, I just I really hope you guys want to see Hogan get lost around the building all night. <laughs> Don't worry, brother. It's entertaining, dude. So uh, then we're going to mean Gene with Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett mm-hmm. is so cocky with him winning the WCW title that he's going to have an open contract. However, no millionaire can sign it. Just for the new blood, brother. Just for the new blood, dude. Then we get a recap of Spring Stampede, not on photo stills, in live action, as it's one Vince Russo firing Dustin Rhodes. Again. Yay. Yep. Let's go to our second match of the night. Making sure. Yep, second match of the night. Uh, As it's going to be... uh Uh-oh, what the hell just happened here? Terry fucking the wall. Thank you. My uh, thing just decided to crash. Un momento. As it's going to be Terry Funk versus The Wall in a hardcore championship match. I'll just give my uh, my takes here about Funk while the old host is getting his stuff back up. Thank you. So I have some context here for this comment. I uh, I hate backyard wrestling. I hate it. Mm-hmm. My, my main reason I hate it is because they will hit each other with fucking light tubes and scissors and barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And then pull their punches. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Like just punch them in the face. Right? That's fair. Terry Funk, apparently, will punch you as hard as he fucking can and then give you the worst goddamn chair shot in the history of wrestling. Oh, that's Not coming up. Not even attempt to hit him with a chair. That still hasn't happened like, yet. Don't worry, brother. What, what are we doing, guys? I don't know. Yes. Uh, Funk hits the wall with multiple chair shots, but has no effect. Oh, Funk well, hits you know. a moonsault <laughs> off the top turnbuckle to the outside, and the wall really doesn't catch him. Kind of olays him. I'm fine with it. Wall hits Funk with the chair. Wall then pile drives the uh, Funk on the announce table. We lose commentary for a second. The Wall rams a guardrail into Funk as he's sitting in front of the other one. So he sandwiches them. Wall smashes a cage door. They fight up to the set. And he smashes a stage, the cage door like where one of the Nitro Girls probably dances. Uh, then a stack of table falls on the Wall and Funk. And that and Funk puts the table on the wall, and that's how he wins. But the wall gets right up. However, who pushed the tables over? Owen oh, Hart's ghost. 
Red Velvet? All I can I think know. of, because uh, Funk's like selling, he does, he like just gyrates and gesticulates. I was like, is Kenny Omega the biggest Terry Funk fan in the history of the world? Yes. Because that's all, that's how Kenny Omega sells. Well, CM Punk did, respected him last time. Well, yeah. However, as I was going to say, you could see someone's head poke over the tables you know, and it. push. Once they got near the tables, you can see someone do like the, uh, so all right, who, who now sh- it, I don't know. Do we know, Corey? Do we find out later I, on? I, I could, I don't know. The it's, mystery of the... It's Batista. Maybe. It's Dave Batts. <laughs> then we go backstage with one Brian Adams and Brian Clark as they run into Russo, telling them that they're ready for their tag titles tonight. Russo says, uh, you get one, but not tonight. Um, they're pissed off about it. Don't play me around. Then we see someone sign the contract for the open contract for Jared, but we don't know who. Well, unless you pause it and you read the name, like, oh, okay. Yeah, or you can just tell by the fact that Popeye appeared to be signing the goddamn thing. Yeah. <laughs> then, we come back, <laughs> then we come back from commercial and we see Jared uh, seeing the t- uh, signed contract and uh, yeah, this says, Russo's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Russo, you dumbass. Then we go to Mean Gene with DDP or... Me. Me. DDP thinks... Uh, he says that it's funny that he wasn't supposed to be in the arena tonight, but now he has a match. He's going to leave Awesome laying down, uh, laying, and then he's going to go tear Bischoff's ass. Oh. Who? What an <laughs> ass point is These Millionaire Club, it's all about eating ass. Eating ass and tearing ass. Got it. Damn. So our next match is the Mamelukes versus, well, we cut backstage to see uh, Adams and Clark destroying the Harris Brothers. Well, that's a good one. Okay, I'm already a fan of crime. Right. So they're, all right. uh, they head to the <laughs> ring. It was supposed <laughs> to be the <laughs> Harris Brothers and Mamelukes. No, it is. It's, 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 it's old heat from Brian Adams. Yep. He's like, you were shitty. You guys were shitty teammates in DOA. And uh, you deserve a beatdown. Yep. Clark and Adams come to the ring and destroy the Mamelukes. They go by Chronic. Adams says that they have a message for Russo. And uh, Adams says, good luck to anyone that wants to face them. I'm into the team. I hate it. So, like, even at the time, I mean, WF was so much cooler than WCW. Yeah. At the time, we were like, oh, this is like, this is a hip, like, WWF gimmick. Like, yeah. what is it doing oh, on this show? The the team of Wrath and Brian uh, Adams. Just the look, the name. I thought it was cool. I everything liked them. I liked out Question. Everything about it just screamed, this should be on the other channel. I thoroughly enjoyed them. The first go. So I'm excited to see how, if the enjoyable happens this go around. But yeah, for this, when I saw them, I was like, oh, sick. They're together now. Christ. Chronic. Um, commentary. Tony just basically looks at the camera and goes, "I don't know what's happening." That's like his new go-to line every show. Yep. I have no idea what's going on. No idea. Uh, we get a promo though from one Vampiro as he has a message for Sting. Sting knows nothing about pain. Tonight's just the beginning of their feud. Uh, Vampiro wants a match with Sting at Slamboree. This was not a good promo by Vampiro. Sting's music hits, and Sting comes from the rafters, boys. Um, sorry. You meant to say that he free fell to the fucking ring and caught himself at the end, because holy shit. That was crazy. he hit that yeah. ring fucking hard. My God. Yep. Yeah. Little, <laughs> little fast, guys. Little fast. Um, they thought he was higher up, it looked like. But no, he, yeah, Sting came down from the rafters, first time since Owen. And, like, he... 
almost turned out. I uh, I think Corey talked about this uh, off air. So I was like, we're, we're still doing this, huh? We're still doing Raptor spots? And Corey, if you want to. Yeah, he. Uh, I remember at the time there was a lot of consternation about it too, but Sting did an interview where he stated that uh, he sat down and, and, and talked to Brett before going back to it and asked, you know, asked what his thoughts were. Got his blessing, so to say. And once Brett said it was, you know, it was fine. As Brett said, he didn't have a problem with Sting doing it because, uh, while he hates WCW, he did say that every time he was around it, they were completely professional. The crew, they knew what they were doing. Sting knew what he was doing. It was, it wasn't just a, a outlaw mud show, as it were. He, uh, <laughs> so he had no problem with Sting and that crew doing it. Yeah, and he gave the okay. Uh, Sting puts uh, Vampiro in a corner. Nobody does that, though. And says, it, uh, does it look like Nobody someone... Nobody puts Vampy in the corner? He goes, does, somebody, does it look like somebody just walked over your coffin? Sting beats up Vampiro with the bat. Uh, Sting knows about pain. He learned from Flair and Luger. Uh, Sting hits the Scorpion death drop. And then WCW runs through the Sting, uh, Sting's veins. And this is his turf. I'd flash forward to him beating up RVD with a bat for like 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were moments ago of Sting beating up Vampiro. Backstage, Hogan's still looking for Kidman. Yeah, I just wrote, Hogan's still lost. Uh, he comes across kids yelling yeah, at them. Some say he's still his. He yells at children asking if they know where Kidman's at. Like, hey, hey piece of brats. shit, you know where <laughs> Kidman's at? <laughs> Which one of you is my son going to kill in a car wreck? <laughs> Uh, Jarrett, then we see Jarrett wants uh, Russo to get the stop to stop the damn match, and Russo's like, "Here we go, take care of it." Uh, our next match is DDP versus Mike Awesome. Awesome with the awesome. awesome with the springboard clothesline to the outside. <laughs> DDP hits Awesome with some chair shots. Awesome kicks the chair in DDP's face, and then clotheslines the chair into DDP. Canyon then comes out and fights with Awesome. Awesome gets the table. Awesome's going to powerbomb Canyon through the table, but Kevin Nash's music hits. Nash comes out and jackknives Awesome through the table. Yes, he does. We go backstage with one Vince Russo. Russo telling the guy, you know, Jeff Jarrett got carried away and, you know, not to think about it and not do the match. Then we see Tank Abbott walking in the back, and Mark Madden is losing his goddamn mind. How is he here? How is he here? This was great. <laughs> um, then we go to Mean Gene with Buff and Shane Douglas. God damn it. Corey's favorite wrestler. Yeah, rumor has it. Buff is tired of seeing the Millionaire's Club because he's still not won yet for working for 10 years. Buff can't wait to face Luger at Slambury. And Shane can't wait to face Flair at Slambury. So your brand new tag teams have singles matches in the next pay-per-view? Yep. That's cool, guys. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. However, well, a spoiler, you can pretty much guess the Slamboree lineup now. Yep. It's it's pretty much all of the feuds coming to a head at Slamboree. Mm. Uh, Douglas wants a warm-up match, or he wants Flair tonight, uh, Luger tonight. Then Luger shows up and accepts the challenge. But he says, but if Russo gets involved, we get the titles. Russo, not his tag partner, Buff. But if Russo gets involved... Yeah, that was a little weird. Got it. Then we go to the ring with Tank Abbott as Mark Madden's freaking out. 
Mark Madden, the only person in this company selling anything. Madden. It's true. He said, he said, different guy every week, right? Different guy every <laughs> week. And actually, I love this. I was like, I was just like, I gave this guy a five. If he goes over a route, yep. yeah. this man got his path back here. Him and Tony were like getting ready to run. That was actually really good. Abbott, <laughs> Abbott goes and uh, tells Madden not to walk, look at him. So Madden's like looking at him through like, <laughs> his fingers. Abbott's continuing to attack people until Goldberg shows up. Tony's like, I got ni- these Nikes on right now so I can run. Yep. And then Scott Hudson's like, I slipped the guy behind me a five, so you let me jump. <laughs> and then Abbott attacks Bruce, uh, Bruce MacArthur, the owner of the Blackhawks. Blackhawks. It's a cool, interesting spot. He picks him up and it looks like oh. he's going to tombstone him on the outside, but then rounds him into the apron. Uh, he didn't mean to. He was trying to put him in the ring. He was. And that dude's fat. And, the uh, tank is not strong. But the hockey player... Tanner. The hockey player, the toughest man in the NHL, they were saying at the Probert time. or whatever his name was. Uh, yeah, something. Makes the save. Dicky Lou. I'm going to call him Dicky uh, Lou. First of all, the toughest hockey player is Cam Neely. Bless you. Uh, hey, Lou. you know who Cam Neely is. Kick his ass, Seabass. Oh. Yeah, that's Cam Neely, sir. Was it? Yeah, What's up? I got nothing. Okay. Uh, then we go backstage with Hogan running into Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor's running late. I checked out. Uh, Taylor's like he asked Hogan asked where Kidman's at. And Taylor's like, oh, he's like right out, right outside. Got it. Then we get a NitroGirls.com promo yeah. with Miss with with Sky or as we call her now, Miss Hancock. <laughs> Who dug this shit up? Where the fuck did this come from? September '99. Uh, the three weeks that she was a Nitro girl. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, backstage, Jarrett's freaking out. Russo says the guy wants his shot. He didn't change his mind. Who can this man be? Our next match, though, is Lex Luger. Tarianu. I hope. Versus Shane Douglas. It's way too much Shane Douglas on this fucking show. Any, really. <laughs> Good point. Uh, Douglas chokes Luger with his wrist tape. Bagwell comes out, distracts Luger. Buff distracts Luger. Douglas low blows him. Douglas high five someone in the sting mask, you know, like he attacked last week. However, the fan hits Douglas this time, and it's Ric Flair. Russo runs down and pulls Douglas out of the ring. They're freaking out because of the stipulation, but Russo's like, I had to wait. The bell rung. That's where I was able to get get you out. So, uh, yep. Co- Corey, uh, three and a half for this match, right? Mm. Uh, three and a half uh, centuries in hell. Got sure. <laughs> Uh, we go backstage, we see Hogan finding the Hummer, and then... He found the biz jizz. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> but we go to commercial. We come back, and Hogan's beating up Kidman. Yeah, it checks out. Tori Wilson tries to hit Hogan with a 2 by 4 That has no effect. So Hogan threatens to hit punch Tori. So that face, Hulk Hogan, you mean? Yeah. But Kidman jumps on the back. No, 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 no. You do not punch Tori. No, 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 no. Kidman hit, hit, gets a few moves in him until Hogan takes control again. Then we see the weird shot of Bischoff watching so from from <laughs> afar. Uh, Hogan throws, picks up Kidman in a gorilla press slam and throws him into a dumpster. I personally am disappointed. Hogan, this new Hogan. For two weeks now. All he's talked about is eating ass. <laughs> Gets face to face with Tori and threatens a puncher. Yep. Well, I mean. Come allegedly. On. He, only, on. he only eats dude ass. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. So, guys, Kidman thrown into a dumpster. I mean, that's pretty on brand, I mean, actually, for the I feel about Kidman. 
Yeah, so. I mean, I, that really sums up this feud in a, in a perfect ties it so up in a nice bow. Then he, Hogan couldn't cha- put it better. <laughs> Hogan chases Bischoff. Bischoff gets in the Hummer, doesn't start, so Bischoff runs away. Hogan gets in the Hummer, instantly starts. Then Hogan decides to crash that Hummer in that giant trash can in the dumpster that he found. Uh, I'm gonna crash that Hummer. He uh, rams the Hummer into the uh, dumpster and then drives off to find Bischoff. My favorite thing about this spot is, I don't know if you guys caught it. There was a man that... Herpes? uh, A man's head popped up when... uh, the tables got pushed onto the funk and uh, the yeah. wall earlier. Kidman and a head popped up right as the Hummer was coming yeah, so they Kidman's can get out of the way. Yep. First off. Nine inches. Uh, you're, you're, why didn't they make this a taped spot so they could not have to have Kidman in the dumpster as the Hummer is about to get... I mean, that makes know. sense, but... You know, know I mean, like... You don't worry about that. Okay, I'm not. So... We go backstage, and Kidman... We come back from commercial, and Kidman's getting the stretcher job. So let's go to our next match for the World Heavyweight Championship as Jeff Jarrett versus the United States champion, Scott Steiner. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, back and forth match here. Steiner puts Jarrett in the tree or woe and goes to the outside and chokes him. Steiner gets a uh, two with a belly-to-belly. Jarrett tries to put the pan sleeper hold on Steiner, but Steiner low blows him. Steiner puts uh, Jarrett in the Steiner recliner, but Booker T comes out and axe kicks Steiner and tells Jarrett, you're welcome. Swear, bro. What side is Booker on? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And then we go backstage, and Hogan is out of the Hummer and looking for Bischoff again. You know what we're looking for again, guys? He wants that ass. He's looking for that ass, but we're really going to be looking at photo stills mm. from String Stampede. Is there any ass eating? No, uh, no I didn't see any. Uh, once again, it's photos throughout the whole night. You can catch the replay on Tuesday. I don't. Would be my guess. Don't we go backstage, Bischoff's in his locker room, and Hogan finds him, but Ho- uh, Bischoff is able to run. Maybe you quit hiding in your own locker room. <laughs> he runs to... I'll uh, never look here. <laughs> uh, Bischoff runs to the ring. Hogan kicks uh, Bischoff in the groin. Uh, they put up the ending to WCW, like, oh, we're running out of time. But then Vince Russo comes, starts walking out. Then Bret Hart runs down, shoves Russo as Hart is carrying a chair. Brett gets in the ring, and Hogan tells him, you know what to do. And then it looks like Brett's about to take a swing at someone. But I guess we ran out of time. I hate this company. <laughs> what a stupid fucking episode of Nitro. That show sucked. There was like six matches again. That was dumb, dude. Six matches again. It's terrible. I, I have no words. I just... What the fuck are we doing? God damn it. I have no words. Hogan's fucking Where's Waldo goddamn night. People just throwing tables at people. What the fuck, man? The answer is yes. As soon as our host is ready, we'll be going to one day. Oh, I'm going to let you guys, like, soak it in, man. I, I don't want to soak it in. Well, fine. Let's go to uh, Monday Night dysentery. Raw. <laughs> Let's go to Monday Night Raw. Commentary team is JR and Jay the King Lawler. I guess we're going to start off with a 
first match tonight, guys, already. All right. It's coming in hot. What do we got? Chris Jericho. Okay. Versus Triple H. Fuck yeah. Um, Triple H is fighting for his wife's honor. Can I tell you? Because I didn't know this was this episode of Raw. When then I was like, oh my god. I got... You ever seen it? No. Oh, you've never, you've seen, never this. seen this episode of Raw? No. Fucking hell. Oh my god. I remember this so vividly. This is one of the most famous ones. Oh yeah. my god. I remember never seen it. So vividly. So, but uh, before the match, we cut back to Triple H telling... Uh, uh, we cut back to Triple H telling Stephanie what he's going to be doing. Uh, Jericho is on the mic. He said, last week I might have called her a bargain basement slut. <laughs> the filthiest, dirtiest, most disgusting, skankiest, brutal trash bag that he's ever seen. <laughs> he came out to apologize to all the other bargain basement sluts. Filthy, dirtiest, disgusting, skinniest, brutal trash bag host for comparing them to Stephanie. Got him. Got him. Uh, Triple H music hits and he storms down to the ring. Yep. Which key to my heart right there you know what i mean just love that uh jericho says that he thinks that the violent of um no um jericho says that he thinks that the violence that uh is coming down the ring is here to impress his wife but it would really impress if uh he would put the title on the line and uh jericho said since um so triple h agrees he's like fine you know for me to get my hands on you i'll make this title match Jericho's like, you up? Since this is a title match now, I have some insurance coming out. And the APA comes down. Uh, I have, like, pay-per-view notes here for this one. Uh, back and forth, uh, like, for the match-wise. Uh, back and forth match. They brawl. In the, they, it's, a, it's a brawl during this match. It's just a lot of punching and kicks. Not many sleeper holds. Uh, Jericho gets thrown into steel steps. Jericho's mouth has been busted open. Triple H was uh, bragging to Stephanie and Shane as he's on the second turnbuckle, and Jericho arm drags him back into the ring. Jericho with a second rope missile drop kick. Jericho reverses the pedigree and tries to put the Triple H in the walls to Jericho, but couldn't get him over. Jericho then catapults Triple H into the ref. Jericho uh, is going to do the top rope, uh, the springboard kick, but Shane dri- trips him. APA chases Shane to the back. Stephanie slides the Triple H to the belt. Jericho hits Triple H with the belt, uh, makes the cover, but no ref. Earl runs down. Uh, Triple H notices it and shoves Earl to the ground. Jericho hits a spinning heel kick and moonsault and covers Triple H. Earl makes a fast count. One, two, three. Your new WWF champion, Chris Jericho. Earl runs off. As Triple H follows, but APA stops him. Uh, the crowd Loses fucking it. exploded when Jericho won that match. Uh, maybe a hot take here. I don't know what you guys think. Is Jericho more over than The Rock? In all fairness, the answer to me, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks now. Um, and I didn't think I would. But the answer to me... Is it depends on the city. I agree. Depends on the city and depends um, on the promo that each one does. I think in certain cities he gets louder pops than The Rock. But in other certain cities, The Rock gets the, uh, the pop. So I saw this episode of Raw Life. I so remember I. this absolutely vividly. I popped just as hard then as I did watching it back. This was so good. For someone who was a living, breathing Jericho-holic yeah. from like 98 on. Yep. I popped like you wouldn't believe. 
my friend and me jumped up. We were like, fuck yeah. We were like, Jericho's the WWF champion. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. We were so happy. Crazy thing. What? Less than a year? Yeah. They've already no, put the title on him. Eight months. Yeah. But WCW couldn't do anything with this man, huh? So next part, Joe, then I'll have another okay. point I want to bring up after all the right. next part. So we go backstage with Shane uh, and Triple H yelling at Earl with all the other refs trying to separate them. Triple H grabs Earl and takes him back to the ring with uh, Mike Chioda. Uh, Triple H has Shane. Uh, 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 Triple H has Shane put Earl in a full Nelson. Triple H tells Earl that he screwed him. He jobbed him. He asks Chioda to uh, show, watch the footage and sh- see if Earl screwed him over. Kyoto's like, yeah, you screwed Triple H, buddy. It was a fast count. Fast count. Triple H wants Earl to reverse the decision. It never happened. None of this is going to be in the records. Nothing. Earl says no. Shane grabs Earl. Earl tells him, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I will reverse the decision on one term. Nobody touches me. As long as I am a WWF ref, no one can touch me. It's the only part that I hated. Triple H H agrees. Triple H has Earl go get the title from Jericho, or uh, that saw-off midget, and bring it back to me. So as this happened, Triple H like, this match never happened. Jericho's not even in my league. Jericho comes out and says, okay, you want this match to never happen? You can't have people believe that. We also can't believe that Stephanie hasn't slept with the other half of the roster. (laughs) So Earl gets the belt. And it's going to hand it to Triple H. But Triple H's like, no, you're going to put it around my waist. Triple H says, okay, Earl, uh, the rules, in fact, we're not going to touch you as you're the ref. Well, then Triple H fires Earl. Shane and Triple H jump him. Triple H pedigrees him. So this match and segment, 30 minutes. So that's what I was going to bring up. So nitpicking aside about the wordage they use, because yeah. it's them being obvious when they do stuff. It's just their company thing. For me, this is one of the best opening 30 minutes of a show ever. This, these first two segments are so good. And I was wondering, Corey, as you are the database, uh, what else sticks out to you as far as openings to a show that would rival this? Because this <clears throat> is almost perfect to me. It's a good question. Um, you almost have to go forward in time. Yeah. As... During the, most of the height of the Monday Night Wars was built around the nine o'clock hour or the yep. end. Yep. And I'm not going to tell you there haven't been some great opening bits. I, I the the week after WrestleMania 13, where Owen, it's a week after, not the next night, but the week after. That one counts to me. It's just as good as this, maybe better. Uh, there's an argument to be made for me. Mm-hmm. That's Owen versus Bulldog, and Brett comes out and unites the family yep, again. Yep, yep. That's a great... Starting that whole summer. Yep, that's of, a great half-hour so opening. After that, you almost have to go to, like, June 05. I know the, the opening segment of Monday Night Raw, week one of the, the draft. draft. Where Cena comes where, out. Yeah, where Bischoff is giddy on the, on the screen. You go to the opening, then it's Jericho in the ring waiting to see who it is. And then Cena comes out, and then the promo with Cena, Jericho, and Christian. So good. That's up there. That place melts down, goes nuclear. I can't even think of any other than that, really. I'm sure there are. I, uh, it's so good. 
I was hooked from the second. Oh, you know, there's another one. Yeah. I don't think it's quite that level, but close. The night after WrestleMania 33, Roman comes Roman. out, just stands there, Points the hand, the yep. this is my yard. That's fucking fantastic. Every other iconic moment, it's like you said, it's either 9 o'clock hour or, or the it's end. the end. Because the beer bash is the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. Here goes 9 o'clock hour. Uh, uh, Tyson and Austin. Tyson and Austin, Austin is the, the end. end. Hogan coming out two weeks after the turn. That's the, that's the end promo. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, there's uh, The Rock Goldberg. coming back before uh, 28. Yeah. Holy that's f- at the end. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fucking at the end of the show. Yeah. Like... Is that either at the end or 9 o'clock? Yeah. Yep. The only other one for me recently that popped me like this back then, because I mean, I, I popped, because like Corey, I was such a giant Jericho fan. Oh, mm. my God. The only other one that popped me was when Shane initially came back in Detroit. Oh, you know what? Yes, yes. Because okay. like people were like, fucking the Stephanie Vince shit. No one saw. I think you told me the story, Corey. You thought your kid had put on some other show because you heard Shane's music. And you were like, yeah. what? I was like, what's this? You weren't even in the room? <laughs> hell, hell. Um, oh, damn it. I'm blanking right now. That's a good one. I've, I somehow overlooked that one. That's a yeah. good one. That's. But this first 30 minutes, man, my God. I was on such a high after the show. Whew. Uh, I honestly oh. just blanked uh, what I was going to bring up because it was another like hour at second hour, first hour type stuff. Oh, Jericho's uh, debut. Yeah, nine, nine o'clock, o'clock, o'clock hour. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage and we see that Eddie. We're going from that high to Eddie is studying for his GED. Racist fucking company, dude. Jesus. But China tells him that he has a match tonight. Now upcoming, he's like, "No, I need to study." Then we get a recap of Earl getting his ass handed to by one Triple H and Shane. We go backstage, we see a limo shows up, and it's one Linda McMahon. <sighs> so let's go to our second match tonight, guys, as it's the Hardy Boys versus S.A. Rios with Lita and Eddie Guerrero with China. Okay, it's a weird team, but I'm into it. Eddie throws S.A. into the air, and Eddie drop kicks Jeff in the corner. Lawler calls Jeff, Jeff Harvey. That's just funny. He so also calls where, them the Harley Boys all the time, which is funny yeah. to me. <laughs> so that's where uh, that guy got it. Yep, yep. out of out of me. Uh, Hardy tries uh, toss essay over the top rope. Jeff does a cross body to the outside. Jeff's going for the Swanton, but Lita distracts the ref and China grabs. Uh, uh, oh, Matt! Oh, grabs Jeff by the jewels and uh, throws him onto the top rope. S.A. Rio does a cannonball over the post to the outside of Jeff. Lita does a moonsault into the ring, but hits Eddie, not Matt. Matt kicks Lita out of the ring, and then Matt hits a twist of fate on Eddie for the win. If I'm being honest, any other week besides that first segment, this is a match of the week easy. Oh, yeah. 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 It oh, just, God, yeah. unfortunately, followed the other match. Yes. <laughs> this match was fucking good. Three really good workers. And S.A. Rio is He's not bad, bad. He's just, He's just not in their league. He's just not their you league. Know, it is what it is. I love the interplay between Shine and Eddie here. Like, she's, like, throwing the roses around. He's like, Mamacita, what do I got to do? Oh, dude, they already have it down, Pat. It's so good. I mean, it took no time at all for those two no. to be on the same page. Holy fuck, man. Um, after the match, though, Eddie, S.A. and uh, China argue, and then China powerbombs S.A. Rio. We go backstage. We see Linda at a desk, and Shane comes in and asks what she's doing here. She says she was in Europe with her dad. With Vince, then she said she came back to make an announcement about The Rock. Let's bring that up. What the fuck is he doing in Europe? They brought it up all week. Like he's like some business trip. I can't figure out what the fuck he's doing. Resurrection. 
No, that's later. I think. Honestly, I think he was doing um, some work for like getting XFL games shown there. Oh yeah, I think I think that's what it was. I was like, what the fuck would he be doing over there? Then then we cut to. Would he like wouldn't be at TV? Like talking like Sky Sports and whatnot. Gotcha. Okay. Then we cut to uh, Stephanie telling Triple H to calm down. Stephanie says she'll have Shane try to convince the. Try and convince their mom to find out what the announcement is. Shane's like, I've already have tried to talk to her about it, but I guess I'll give it another shot. What's your mom even doing here? <laughs> so let's go to our next match, and it's a triple threat for the Hardcore Championship as it's Crash Holiday, Saturn, and the new ECW champion, Taz. Uh, crowd pops. Because they, they are they're in, in Philly. State College. They're in State College. Oh, State, yeah. So, they're Corey. The old uh, Jerry Sandusky rape. Corey. Cathedral. Hey, Corey. Yeah. How is Taz, and why is Taz, <laughs> ECW champion? I love this story. It's so good. So good. So, uh, we, we saw last week that Mike Awesome showed up on Nitro. They said he was ECW champion. Uh, which they weren't supposed to do. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, they, got, they paid for it. Yep. yep, yep, uh, yep. However. You think Paul knew they were going to and like just put that in there just because they knew they were going to fuck it up? Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Gave him a couple not, more months. He's not dumb. He's not he's dumb. Gave him a couple more months. So, but WCW. Everybody. Twisted the knife a little bit. Yep. They said, oh, you can have Awesome back to, to get the title off him. But we can't have a WCW superstar lose to some ECW guy. God damn it. We got a reputation to uphold here. God damn it. So they had to call Vince and be like, can we borrow Taz? The ultimate underdog? Yeah. Sure. What do you want him for? And they explained the situation, and Vince is like, well, goddamn, it's quite the mess. Because <laughs> like, I'm paying you. Yeah. Sure. Because like, I'm giving you extra money to survive, too. Uh, but they got Taz back for this specific reason and only. And Taz, we- read, the story goes, Taz was not exactly thrilled. I'm sure. Because, you know, he's already, it's been a rocky time in death because, you know, Benoit and all of them came in and rendered him obsolete from day one. Yep. And now he's got to go back to ECW and win their title. Feels Knowing like a demotion. that he's going to job it as yeah. soon as he possible. As soon as possible. He wasn't particularly thrilled. Sure he wasn't going to pay extra for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure he, I'm sure Vince paid him extra for it. I'm sure Paul didn't. And uh, on top of that, it had to be non-televised TV show. And so it was at a house show in Indiana. Mike Home Aw- of Hardcore. Mike Awesome was paranoid as fuck about going to that locker room. I'm sure. Considering he just told everybody in that locker room to go fuck themselves and their belt and their company. So he stayed in a car outside with a couple of friends. Wearing gear, probably just Wearing dressed. gear. Up until the time of the match. Came through the crowd. Taz came out. Beat him in minutes. Uh, I think it was under three minutes. Yeah, it was, it was quick. Uh, Have you Taz ever seen the match? Is it yeah, on yeah, video? Yeah, 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 it's on there. Uh, in fact, show, they show it on ECW. I'm going to look for the date. Uh, he does a Taz mission. Awesome taps out. And as soon as the bell rings, he gets up and walks out through the crowd. Total no selling everything. Damn. Honestly. Easy way or hard way, brother. And Taz, Taz. Taz is your champion. It does not last long. No. Um, but there's even more controversy around that. We'll get to it in a couple weeks. Which, well, uh, actually, guess, this is the last time it'll be a thing. On this, I'm guessing so. you can tell us now, I guess. Then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so at the next ECW arena show, they have Tommy Dreamer beat him for the belt. Which, which 
Taz was fine with. Yep. Tommy Dreamer petitioned all week to not win the title. He was Tommy so he had never had it. Yeah. Right. He's like, never no, that's had not it. my thing. He'd never had it. He never wanted to get it. Yep. That was his gimmick. He petitioned. Hey, other guys. So uh, maybe strongly. follow that mindset in wrestling. Yeah. He petitioned so to the point where Paul Heyman threatened to fire him if he didn't go you know, and win the belt. What a weird conversation. <laughs> yeah. Win this title, you're fucking fired. I don't want it. Then you're, you're fired. Fired? The, what are we doing? <laughs> and I think the thing was, I think the thing was because it was politics. Yeah. Uh, the whole plan that night was for Justin Credible to end up with the belt, yep. which is what happened anyway. Yep. So Dreamer was like, well, why don't you just have Justin Credible beat Taz? It makes it more credible. But. WWF didn't want their superstar losing to, to, to just to just <laughs> ECW star who used to be a jobber in this company. God damn it! So because so, it's a facto, uh, Jerry Lawler uh, smashed his testicle with a Kindle stick. It's probably makeup for Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> you get to be Taz. Love that. And what happens Thursday? Yeah. So I was like, so Dreamer finally is like, okay, I win the title, and then immediately job to Credible. Okay, I'll do that. So that's that's how the ECW title changes hands like four times in like a week. A week. That's the that's the that's the <laughs> um, D. I'm guessing that crowd pops when Taz comes out. Yes, because they didn't know. He was oh, and be also there. that match was never allowed to be seen on TV. Yeah, with with Dreamer beating Taz, uh, which it wasn't until I'm, they went out of business. I'm guessing they never they didn't advertise Taz was going to be there. I'm guessing nope. it was a surprise. Yep. Yep. Surprise. Yeah. Yep. So crowd surprise for the crowd. You in essence get a WF guy wrestling a WCW guy for your ECW world title. Checks out. What, was Christian in the ring? What are we doing here? Yeah, right. checks out. So what a weird fucking week in wrestling, right? I just love the, I just love the fact that it's just That's like book shit. It's it's like we're is. sending we're sending Taz down because he would we can fuck him up. He'll we, fuck him up if he leave, if yeah, he that, takes the title. That was the other thing too. Is like we won't let Awesome lose to a ECW. He's a WCW superstar, but it was also like we need someone there who. Can grab a hold if need be. If if, and, if uh, it's if Austin hey, shoot it because Austin's losing the title. Yeah. So easy way or hard way. Yeah, it's like easy way or hard way, brother. Uh, Survive if I let you. I'm literally. literally <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing it was easy way. He was like, I'm getting the fuck out. Yep. Fuck this oh, yes. place. What? Yep. I wonder. I like. I truly wonder if he knew Taz, it was going to be Taz. Like he just went to the ring and then Taz music hits and he's like, okay, that's, I guess I got to do it. That's a good question. I don't know what they told Awesome in terms like because really. You don't need to. Awesome's in the doesn't car. Matter. He's whoever, burned. Whoever walks out, he's losing to it. Doesn't he's matter who burned it is. you already. Why awesome, you fucking Austin awesome in the car. Okay, yeah. someone let him know. Hey, your match is next. Should have been Spike Dudley. Hilarious. Like, <laughs> fuck you, Mike Awesome. Eat a dick. I but, just love the fact that okay, the WCW guys are like he can't lose to just an ECW guy, and then the ref guys are like he can't lose to just an ECW driver. No, I love it. So much fucking politics. But the idea, but the idea of like Taz just showing up, like all right, I'm gonna fuck you up if you don't. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, yes, if you don't job here, buddy. Okay. Look at the, and think about that for a minute. Think about um, politics aside. As we'll see on Thursday, there was another person who made sure to use politics to get, a, to get another win over a world champion, brother. We need to make sure. We need to make sure uh, there's only one. Uh, uh, we're, we're, well, we're talking <laughs> about SmackDown in a bit. So in this triple threat hardcore match, uh, Crash sneaks attacks. Oh yeah, uh, that's where we're at. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Crash sneaks attacks Senator in his entrance, hits him with a baking sheet. Uh, Crash jumps off the second turnbuckle into a clothesline by Taz. Taz hits a Russian leg sweep <coughs> on Crash, while Taz hits one on uh, on Taz at the same time. So it's like a double in a way. Hardcore Holly runs down with a ref, attacks Crash. They're fighting on the outside of Saturn and 
Taz were fighting the inside. The Hollies fight uh, Holocar suplexes Saturn, Crash drop kicks uh, Harley out of the ring and pins Saturn for the win. Crash runs away. You, you want to know something? If I'm in the backstage when all this stuff is being discussed or anything, and I'm Perry Saturn, I try to get Taz a spot. How about you send me to, to Indiana? Right, absolutely. I, there ain't much going on with Saturn. He's clearly been left in the dust of the revolu- of the radicals shit. People know Saturn. He was work. in ECW. He was just in WCW, so they put, you know, he's a big enough star, right? Like, he could have absolutely benefited from the rub of everything for that week. Because he, then he could always say he was an ECW world champion. So what if it's for days? ECW world yeah, I, man, I would have really been like, I'll do it. Uh, we go backstage with Shane asking Linda once again, what's the plan? What's the announcement? And she's like, oh, well, I can tell you it's about backlash. And you know what? I'm going to say it now. But we go to earlier today with Juan Cardango on at Penn State promoting abstinence. Hey, man, don't be silly. He has a double-sided sign-on saying Olympic heroes for abstinence, and on the back it says oral exams, not oral sex. <laughs> Kurt Angle's a goddamn treasure. That's all I'm going to say. So awesome. So let's go to the ring with Linda McMahon. Uh, Linda says... Uh, yes, she, let's please do. Speaking of not a treasure. What she's been seeing lately has been unfair. Uh, we see Shane, Triple H, and uh, Stephanie watching from the back. Uh, Linda says that the deck is against The Rock. Vince and uh, everyone will be at ringside at Backlash for him. So Linda thinks The Rock is outnumbered. Rock has not asked for any help, but she's going to offer some help. After watching uh, what happened tonight and seeing what happened at WrestleMania, Linda decides to put someone in The Rock's corner. Crowd starts to chant Foley, and she's like, nope, Mick Foley was a one-night-only, one-time thing. So, Linda then announces the man in the Rock's corner, and that would be one stone-cold Steve Austin. The crowd loses it. Boys, your thoughts? Stone Cold is coming back to be in the Rock's corner. Guess I'll go. I, uh, Sorry. Well, is everybody here? Uh, Hello? I'm going to save yeah. mine for later. Okay. I'll save mine. I'll leave mine out. Um, I don't hate it. My fear, and I hope I'm not stepping on Corey's hot take here, is that it is similar to the McMahon in Every Corner thing, is that it now no longer becomes about The Rock and Triple H. It that's just becomes about of, Austin. Yeah, that's part of it. So that's my only hesitation with it. Because, I mean, we've said for a few weeks now, they need Austin. That gets missing in the main event scene. And you saw the way that crowd reacted. I mean, fuck. You couldn't they... use him at Mania? In this right, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why not just do it then? It makes more sense in Mania. Backlash is now WrestleMania backlash. But the thing is, like, and to Corey's point, he was at Fan Access. He was fucking there. Yep. Just use him then. I agree. So I... I think my my reaction will be later on tonight too. Yeah, I uh, so I guess I don't hate it because uh, it's a shot in the arm of this never ending Rock Triple H feud that is sorely needed. Yep. But it's Stone Cold. Uh, we see Tri- Jer- 
calmed all himself. Fucking says no cold. Jesus yep. Christ. Uh, we see Stephanie and Triple H Shane head down the ring. Stephanie tells Linda that that is unfair. That she can just come here and make some rules. Stephanie then threatens to slap Linda. Stephanie gives Linda the opportunity to change her mind. Linda says no. Nah. I have to say the one thing I like is the fact. Um, the shot they made of it's the, uh, the the shot of Stephanie and Linda with Shane in the middle of them, mm-hmm. and she says no, and then Shane does like the like mm-hmm. oh no reaction, like yep. hand over the face, like just you know Shane was great here. Damn it, you right? He's really good. So then Stephanie attempts to slap Linda, but Sta- Steph uh, Linda blocks the slap and then slaps Stephanie. Yep. Linda then starts going oh no oh no what what have I done I'm sorry. Stephanie then, uh, you know, I, what I've done, I hit my child. Heaven's the best. Stephanie tells Triple H to get her. So Triple H grabs Linda McMahon and then attempts to pedigree her. Yep. Until Shane, who is checking on Stephanie, yep. looks over and flies <laughs> over and clotheslines Triple H over his mother. Yep. It was great. Absolutely. It was great. They then get in a shoving match. Stephanie, uh, Shane gets Linda out. Like, legit, Triple H kicks Shane so hard, I thought he was going to fall out of the ring. He almost did. He Stephanie almost had did. to catch him because yeah. he almost fell out of the ring. So then they start to get in a shoving match in between Stephanie. So Stephanie starts... I don't know would have blew out both of his fucking knees. But then Stephanie just starts slapping both, <laughs> both men. <laughs> so before we move on, Shane, once again... Awesome. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Everybody else. Don't touch his mother. Fuck it sucks. Don't yep. touch his fucking, you know. Yeah. Do what you want. Don't touch mom. Don't touch mom. She was uh, awesome here. He was really good. Really good. Then The Rock comes out. Uh, uh, after, as he said, after you guys are done playing Ollie Fraser and the ref <laughs> being a prostitute in training, Rock says that the situation at Backlash has gotten better. Uh, Rock and him, Rock and Austin have history, but they do agree on one thing. And that Triple H is the biggest asshole in the rocking, uh, walking God's green earth. That was delivered with all of the exuberance of a cup of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, cool. He I get is to not over Austin. Nope. No. Rock says that he's leaving Backlash and uh, entering Backlash and leaving into three-time <laughs> it champ. It felt like Rock found out when Linda said it live on air. He was like, <laughs> what? Motherfuck. So now I'm second rate in my own match again? Cool. <laughs> so, another, I think, a solid segment to The Rock showed up. <laughs> Um, let's do a recap of Heat since that's still a thing, not on Peacock, unless it. Oh, don't worry. Soon you'll have access to all the heat you can handle, Joe. What are you talking about? Oh, is it is it Corey? Wait, what? What you talking about, Will? Corey? Let's, let's just say that I might have a oh. a way for you to snap no, procure no, the no, heat. That's fine. It's oh. fine. You know. Oh, is it a is a. You gonna plex him into it? I might just plex him into yeah. it. Nah, it's fine, you're, guys. You you're know, hate to see it. I mean, I'm not gonna see it, but you're gonna you hate know. to see it. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> dude? You know what, guys? Um, yeah. I was gonna save this for the end of the show, but I guess I'm gonna just retire now. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Wessel's um, <laughs> out. Bartman's in. <laughs> so we're gonna Bart, recap. Whatever his name was. Bart. Uh, Bartlett. Bartlett. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to recap of Heat. Just in time for the MTV era coming late in 2000, Joe. However, that means 
Tough enough, which I am all for. You can watch that. That's fine. <laughs> okay, I'll, uh, I'll Dudley, watch it again. Uh, we're going to recap of Heat. The Dudleys getting their hands on trash, but TNA. On trash? Trash. Hey, how dare you? Oh, sorry. How I thought, I thought dare this, you? I thought this was a Tory stand, but I guess. Uh, oh, no. I mean, there's room for, there's room there's for there's room, two. There's room for two. It's not Fat Tammy here. This hey, is hey, a Tory hey. stand. Put me side by side by Trish, and I think I look better. Put you side by side, and we still just see you. Lose Trish in the background. <laughs> why is the sun blocked out, Mammy? We don't have the 16-9 format yet. <laughs> why did they just back the camera up? You know? <laughs> they, got, they got their hands on Trish. <clears throat> uh, then we get a recap of Linda slapping Stephanie, and then once again, Triple H trying to attack uh, Pedigree Linda, but Shane clotheslining them. Happens all the time a family get-togethers. Yep. Although I would have, well, let's say I would have had to have touched her, but... I would love to have pedigreed my mother-in-law. Hmm? Pedigree! pedigree. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with Cole. Uh, Bebe? Bebe. Oh. Triple H staff, Is Shane and soon? DX. They ask him, what do you think about losing the title because of Austin? Triple I H- nobody's asked Michael how it feels with his son bolted to the other company. We'll find out maybe on SmackDown. Uh... <laughs> Shane, uh, uh, Triple H is mad and saying he hasn't lost anything. He says that he's also isn't done with Jericho tonight. Triple H tells him to go back, uh, to go back to the ring with APA, and they have a six man as would be him and DX. So, oh goody, so cool. Yeah. Our next match, though, who gets the pin in that match? It's the Dudley Boys versus Al Snow and Steve Blackman. This thing, is, this thing is just crawling along at this point. It is. Um, I mean, it's over now. Yeah. Clearly died a month ago. Yeah. I mean, it died once he killed the cow. That was awesome. Uh, you can't beat that. They brawl in the aisle to start up. the match. Al hits a springboard moonsault to the outside on Devon. I always forget he could do that shit. Bubba throws Blackman into the still steps, and then the Dudleys hit a 3D on Al. TNA come down and Tess hits a flying elbow on Bubba and puts Al on top for the win for head cheese. Bubba grabs Trish, Trish by the hair and tells Devon to get the table. However, Trish decides to... Give old Bubba a good old kiss. Be a fan. I wish I was Bubba for once in my life. Mm. Uh, still then, never. <laughs> then, now, and forever. Got it. Uh, we got earlier today with Kurt Angle. As Angle comes up on two people kissing, and it stops them, and he says he's here to help them with their abstinence. Let's go to our next match. It's for the light heavyweight championship as it's Dean Malenko defending against Scotty Juhati. Uh, it was a back and forth match. Uh, when Scotty hits the worm, Lawler spells it out. Uh, Malenko hits a double arm power bomb and then puts Scotty in the Texas Cloverleaf. But Scotty is able to get to the rope, so you know what that signs for. I fucking love the Texas Cloverleaf, by the way. It's like one of my low key favorite moves of all time. Yeah, I love that move. Uh, Malenko with a superplex, but Scotty grabs the feet and rolls him up for the one, two, three. So you're new light heavyweight champion, Scotty Tuhati. What? <laughs> Your new light heavyweight champion, Scotty Tuhati. There we go. It's a bold move, Cotton. Mm-hmm. I honestly had no idea this happened. Me either. Didn't see that coming. Especially mm. Dean Malenko just winning like t- three weeks ago. What's Dean going to do? Oh, you'll see. So, uh, Scotty. Yeah. What's the last thing in the world you ever would uh, think Dean Malenko would end up doing? That's what he does. Dance okay. contest with Rikishi. You'll see. Personality. Uh, Scott Scotty dances around. Then we were earlier today uh, with Kangle trying to tell kids to save themselves for marriage, but then you hear, hey, hey, who wants some condoms? As the big show shows up and throws condoms around for kids. Get your condoms. That was actually, I 
I fucking popped. I was like, that's fucking hilarious, dude. I love... This is such a weird-ass feud, and I'm super into it. Uh, our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship, as it's the big show versus Chris Benoit. Well, well. Uh, show picks up Benoit, Benoit in the grill press and throws it, like, legit throws him across the ring. Um, Benoit throws uh, show into the post. Show picks up Benoit and throws him back into the ring over the top rope. You know what? He's in the boat flex, I see. If, w- <laughs> if WCW knew how to book talent worth a shit, this could be the U.S. title feud now in WCW. Yep. But? But uh, they don't. You know. You know. That, that, I wouldn't worry about that. You, you sure? Should I? It's worry? a nice talent there. A nice roster there. It'd be safe somewhere to happen to it. <laughs> um... Uh, show's going to go for the choke slam, but Benoit uh, low blows him. Then Kurt Angle comes down and, and attacks. Uh, Just like blatantly as hard as he could, kicks him in the dick. Like, yep. Jesus. <laughs> and the kick is good. Uh, we're going to recap a SmackDown, The Rock, Rock Bottom, Shane through the announce table. Our next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championship, as it's the big boss man and Bull Buchanan versus three times as long as Nitro was. Edge oh, and Christian. Not even close. Uh, Christian does the work Just right in this match as Bossman and Buchanan uh, keep him away from Edge. Uh, Buchanan gorilla press slams Christian onto the guardrail. Uh, the ref gets shoved and Teddy calls for the bell. DQ'd them. Then Kane comes out and choke slams Buchanan. I am uh, quickly losing steam on Bossman and Bull Buchanan. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, we go backstage with Cole. And Jericho and APA. Cole wonders if APA might have took money from the McMahons. And APA says if they took money from anyone, they would have been uh, would have told them up front. And, uh, Last Fr- week he told Rock to trust us. Farouk once again says, you can trust us. We would be man enough to let you know that we took money. Then we see Edge and Christian walking past DX, talking trash, and DX jumps them. Classic. Then we get a turn. commercial for Chef Boyarde, as I call it that, Chef Boyarde. <laughs> it's Chef Boyardi, but I call it Chef Boyardi because it's more French. As it's the Big Show with his meatballs commercial. <laughs> Church up, Chef Boyardi. Yeah, it's more, 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 more. I wasn't ready. For you that. never heard of Chef Boyardi? No. Oh, I call that. I call that all the time. That popcorn. <laughs> Chef Boyardi. It's more French. It's more, more. You know, you know who eats that. Ricky Martel. Ricky Martel. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Martel. If you don't have the Chef Boyarde, you have no issues. Ah. Well, for now, I'm calling you Chef Boyarde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn right. Yeah, I, I, I jokingly call that like I, I call that all that call that all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, hey, I'm gonna get some Chef Boyarde. What the fuck? But hey, Big Show's doing the commercials. Well, well, and it's meatballs. Uh, so it's actually terrible. The ratio is off. The overstuffed shit is bad. Yeah. It, the ratio is all completely off. I never liked the meatball one. How dare you? First of all, a uh, guy in America, he should like spaghetti meatballs. Well, I prefer Olive Garden <laughs> and Chef by our days. <laughs> we were a family there. <laughs> God damn it. That's, more, that's, more, that's more authentic when it's you go to Italy. Code fake movie experts. When extra, you go to Italy, you can get more authentic. Extra meat sauce. Uh, more authentic uh, Italian food. And that fucking Olive Garden. Yeah. So let's go to our main event, boys. Thank Six-man God. tag. Chris Jericho, APA versus DX. Road Dog, Pac, and Triple H. Man, I just... Honestly, the only people I don't like is I don't want the match are X-Pac and Road Talk. Yeah. We can find two other partners for Triple H. It would have been The Rock and someone else. 
Honestly, it would have been like... I can't even say Mobile Cannon and Bossman because I'm also on them. Uh, That's it. That's it. I mean, really, that makes sense. That's it. Yeah. The posse. Another oh, god. No, no. Uh, Jericho in the match instantly puts Triple H in the walls. Jericho, but X Pac hits a spinning heel kick to him. Bradshaw's holding X Pac, and Bradshaw gives Road Dog mm-hmm. a big boot and then does a fallaway slam on X Pac. Road Dog's doing a shimmy up, punches on Farouk, but uh, Farouk then hits a spine buster on him. I mean, underrated call spi- He just did it. <laughs> underrated spine buster. I would second behind Ahmed Johnson, of course. That's true. Way in front of Arn Anderson. Way, way in front. According to WWE, too. Ahmed. Armed, armed, John, uh, APA and DX fight up the ramp. Edge and Christian come out and attack DX. APA comes back down, but then that allows Bull Buchanan and Bossman to come down to attack APA. Right there. Triple H hits the pedigree on Jericho for the win. You don't say. You don't course, fucking say. Of course he does. What a um, prick. <laughs> right. Uh, Shane and Triple H hold hands, uh, shake hands after the match, and this is the last segment, last line you hear. What's Triple H gonna do with Stone Cold being at Backlash? Uh, face the Rock in the match. No. Oh, that's an afterthought. Yep, that's an afterthought. I'll say that's the only part that I so, didn't like. Should we do ratings now? Then we go to SmackDown. No. Just do ratings. Let's do them all. Do all right. them. We're doing all shows. We'll do all, right. all the end. We're gonna go to April twentieth. We're in this. We're in Philadelphia, according to WWE. WF. We're in this in Philadelphia. <laughs> April 20th, huh? Oh, that's a year later. That's rough. Uh, commentary. Commentary is Michael Cole. That's the year anniversary of Rick Rude dying. Ooh. And he died the same day as Coleman. No, something that affects me. All right. And Jerry the King <laughs> Lawler. Uh, we're going to recap of Raw, and it's in by time here. 9-14, Triple H, bad day begins. Uh, he... That's a cool recap, actually. I like it. Yeah, it made sense. Loses the title Jericho at 927. Triple H's Rampage forces Earl to uh, on, on reverse. TNT at Friday Friday night. No, Triple H is soon to be. All of next Rampage. He's going to be the new hook announced guy on it. Uh, Triple H Nine forces Earl to reverse the decision, and they fire him and beat him up. At 10.02, Triple H screwed again. Linda announces Stone Cold will be at the backlash in the Rock's Corner. Linda slapping triple uh, Stephanie Triple H attempting to pedigree Linda, Shane uh, clotheslines him and they get into it. Uh, it uh, in my mind, it's the one of the longest intros ever before the oh, intro. It took a while. It's, it's six minutes. It's so. And this might be spoiling, but I'm gonna ask Corey anyways. Yo, for the pay per view. Yeah. Do we get Triple H's entrance and then The Rock and then Austin? Yeah. Or is it no Rock Triple H Rock Rock Austin Triple H. No. All of them come out once. Got it. Uh, no. Then we get a recap of Raw of DX attacking Edge and Christian, and we go to our straight to our first match of the night. Road Dog versus Edge. Uh, Road Dog sneaks attacks Edge during Edge's entrance when he's on the... Uh, to me, this just seems like two different eras. Oh, yeah. And it's, it was jarring. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's... Edge hits a like a flying elbow from the second rope back and forth. Edge rolls up Road Dog, but Road Dog reverses it by grabbing Edge's trunk for the win. So give me a dollar. No. Okay. Absolutely you not. You don't have to. I'll give you these nuts. Okay. Uh, redeem those later. Redeem them. We go backstage with uh, Shane telling Triple H Stephanie that he's going to take care of it as he walks away. Then we get a recap of Stone Cold Strikes. As uh, January 1998, Austin strikes Tyson. Yep. Um, so then we go to Triple H and Stephanie in the ring for a promo. 
Triple H talks about uh, people think Monday was a bad day for the McMahon Helms era. Triple it was H a, it was a good day actually. Triple H says that he had he didn't have a bad day for the record books. It shows nothing happened, no title change, nothing. It will never show that Earl did a fast count. It won't show that Earl got fired. Nothing. Nothing will be seen that day. It's not even the record books. One thing that we can consider being bad is Linda making that special announcement. Triple H says when, when they have uh, kids one day, he doesn't feel safe leaving uh, the kids with Linda. She's a psycho. What kind of woman, what kind of mother would slap her own child? If he brought the kids around, she would probably kick, kick them or slap one of them. Oh, he's not wrong. Triple H says that uh, she might have snapped. Uh, he wasn't really going to give her a pedigree. You know those grandkids kind of prefer uh, Grandpa and Grandma Levesque. There we go. Like, holy fuck. Deep down, <laughs> deep down inside, he's a nice guy. He wasn't going to do it. He was just taking, uh, just wanted to scare her, guys. Okay? It worked. Shane being the hothead he was punched me in the face. Shane's been known to be a mama's boy. <laughs> Not there's anything wrong with that. You know, he's, uh... Loving your mommy. Like, <laughs> Hi, daddy. She might be the crazy person because she took a fair one-on-one fight <laughs> and put Stone Cold in the Rock's corner. He's such a shithead when he wants to be. Right? Since The Rock wants someone in his corner tonight, Triple H is going to make a lumberjack match for The Rock. It's going to be the Ayatollah of Butthola, Chris Jericho, versus The Rock. Fuck Atash. The lumberjacks are being hand-picked by Shane right now. That whole fucking line. I'm like, well, that killed the promo for me. That was stupid. Shane, uh, Triple H says that uh, there, there won't be any more bad days. But then Taz comes out. Stephanie and Triple H are like, who's this guy? Taz <laughs> challenges Triple H to a match. He doesn't have to defend the title. Triple H tells Taz well, uh, that he will show why that he is the true heavyweight champion and why ECW sucks. Also, getting in some prime Scott Hall during the whole promo. Yep. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Lawler, I love that line after he says he sucks, and Lawler's like, I've known that for years. (laughs) Feud will never die. So, it looks (sighs) like we're getting Taz versus Triple H. That was the other part of the politicking. Like, uh, yeah, but then Taz has to do the J.O.B. to our world champion on our national TV show. It's a show of point. Uh, we go backstage with Lita and China walking down a hallway. China tells uh, SA, uh, tells Lita that Eddie's in a good mood today, that he passes GED. That was quick. Uh, Eddie will be teaming up with SA Rio tonight to take on the Dublies. Then we see Stephanie runs up to Kurt uh, Angle backstage. And they almost fuck. Yep, Stephanie wants to uh, Kurt it. to be a lumberjack, <laughs> and he said it would be an honor. My God, the sexual cool. tension. They shake hands, and then they're about to walk away, and they bump shoulders, and she giggles. And in that moment, she was impregnated. Yep. It's a little known fact. Their is it true? <laughs> it's true. Interaction is so good. It's amazing. It is. Um, Absence, baby. We did, uh, uh, our next match is the Dudley Boys versus S.A. Rio with Lita and, and Eddie Guerrero with China. Um. Where are we at here? Um, Dudley's go for the 3D, but Eddie pulls Bubba to the outside. SA does a crossbody to the outside off the top turnbuckle on a Devon. Leader does her crossbody to the outside onto Bubba, but uh, 
but he moves out of the way and Lita hits Eddie. China and Lita begin to argue. Inside the ring, the Dudleys hit a 3D on S.A. Rio for the win. China brings the Lita back into the ring as she's uh, threatening her. The Dudleys are setting up a table behind her. China tur- turns around and goes, huh, okay, and then throws Lita to the wolves of the Dudley boys. Then Bubba hits a second turnbuckle powerbomb on Lita through the table. As we talked about before, you can tell if he respects you or doesn't respect you because Bubba had his feet tight mm-hmm. for Lita. Yep. You know who he didn't have it for? Tori. Yep. Yeah, he did kill Tori. <laughs> uh, backstage, we see the Radicals just talking, and then Shane shows up, and he wants them to be the part of the Lumberjacks. Then we go to zoom in shot of both Rikishi and Big Show's asses because they're headed to the ring. Haven't we had this match before? Yep. We're getting it again. But we get a recap of Raw of Sky Too Hottie winning that light heavyweight championship. So our next match is Rikishi versus the Big Show. However, <laughs> Rikishi wants a dance contest. Big Show. Oh, Big, big show, show wants. And Rikishi gets a big smile on his face. Uh, show dances and this and that. And then... Rikishi does his own, but then the uh, does show doesn't like the fact that he's winning, so show attacks Rikishi. Uh, Rikishi with a big sidekick to the show, big show. Uh, big show attempts his own version of the worm. Yep, the cat. Uh, uh, Lala called it the Loch Ness monster, which I thought was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, both men do a double arm clothesline over the top rope, but both men are double counted out. I in my notes I put I figured that would happen because both. Both men are still strong. After the match, Rikishi wants to dance and with Big Show. And uh, they're dancing until Rikishi sidekicks Big Show. Receipt. I actually enjoyed this entire segment. I thought it was really yeah, fun. Yeah, I'm wrong. Hilarious. We see Angle watching this, doing all this, and then, yeah. He's flabbergasted. Yeah. Campbell. He's a poor. Uh, we go Kevin Kelly with, with Kurt Angle. As they're promoting the movie Gladiator, as Angle is a current day Gladiator. Is that the new, Va- is that the new Val Venus movie? Gladiator? No. <laughs> that, that, that's actually be Hogan. <laughs> Comma booty. Gladiator booty. So uh, he asks uh, to go to the premiere to the movie. He doesn't like the fact he didn't star in it. If there's a sequel, Mr. Spielberg will, come, uh, will call him to make it him on the big screen. I saw that movie in the theater. And Never by the way, it. I don't know if you guys know this, but the big screen yeah. means movies. <laughs> That's funny. I uh, I like this like feud with him and Big Show because like Big Show, like when he snaps, is like serious and a monster, and Angle wants him to be that all the time. And so I like that he's like annoyed at Big Show that he's not being the monster that he is. I, I just like this feud. Have you ever watched Backlash? No. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I could so, be wrong, but I don't think so. Should we just save it for that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, well uh, Kelly brings up Big Show, and Big Show, he says Big Show's a joke now, and Angle will be the gladiator when he takes out Ben Wall tonight for the IC, the Intercontinental Championship. Angle Benoit, huh? Just slip that in there? Just a, yep, yeah. slip it in. But we're going to well, slip earlier, when Shane asked them to be the, the double jacks, I was like, oh, yeah, it'll be quick. Don't worry about it. I have time. Yeah. <laughs> Probably was Kurt Angle. So, uh, right. Our next match, though, we're slipping this one in, is, as it's going to be Taz versus Triple H with Stephanie. Non-title match. However, the ref raises the championship belt like it's supposed to be a title match. Well, you know. You know. Uh, they fire around the announce table. Shane, uh, Triple H throws Taz into the steel steps. 
Taz reverses a DDT into an overhead Northern Light suplex. Taz puts the Taz mission on, but Stephanie gets on the apron. Triple H low blows Taz. He hits the pedigree on Taz. However, Tommy Dreamer gets on the apron, gets in the ring, and hits Taz with a chair on accident. Tommy. Triple H then pedigrees Tommy and makes the cover on Taz for the win. So, so Triple H destroys both ECW members. Or The strongest person going into that title shot in the ECW arena is Triple H. Yep, yep, yep. Got that going. Um, we go backstage with Trish telling TNA not to be distracted tonight. <laughs> but they're too busy looking at her cleavage. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we, won't, we won't. I mean... I don't blame them. Yeah, right. As our next match is going to be The Godfather and DeLorean Brown versus TNA. Uh, during the match, Bubba comes out, slowly heads down to the ring until Devon grabs him and takes him to the back. Godfather's going for the pimp drop, and D'Lo accidentally clotheslines him because Albert ducks. Albert hits the choke bomb for the win. After the match, Godfather and D'Lo argue, and Godfather goes for the hug, but D'Lo... Hits a sky high and tells him to screw screw you. Play gasp. So they're breaking up Godfather and D'Lo, huh? No more pimps. I mean, shucks. Right. Uh, Corey doesn't sleep over it. Not one of the more vaunted tag teams in the division, so. We're going to recap. This is the best team in WCW, though. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, We're going to recap a Raw of Triple H firing Earl and beating him up. Our next match is X-Pac with Tori versus Christian. Uh, back and forth here. Christian's going to do the kill switch, but Road Dog gets on the apron. Edge comes down, brawls with Road Dog. This distracting uh, Christian, allowing X Pac to hit the X Factor for the win. However, Edge and Christian do fight off, fight with DX after the match. Good thing DX looks strong. Those young upcomers. Uh, backstage, Shane's walking up to the Dudleys, wanting them to be lumberjacks. Devon asks if there will there be tables. Bubba's like, can we hit the 3D on anybody? And they're like, yes, man, you can. Just be out there. Yeah, so, so this, the shit's like, he looks he's like, well, not me. Not me. Yeah. Can't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we get another Stone Cold Strikes moment as Stone Cold beer bashes The Rock, Shane, and Vince on March, in March of 1999. Yep. Our next match is Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit for the Intercontinental Championship. Yes, well, it's a teaser since uh, back and forth, but Big Show comes down. And shoves Benoit off the top turnbuckle and chases Angle to the top. All the way to the floor. Yeah. Yep. Then we go backstage and we see Triple H talking to Booble's favorite tag team, Bull Buchanan, Boss Man, wanting them to be Lumberjacks. That's not Shane Douglas. That's true. Uh, Then we see them all talking with DX and Shane telling them, let's focus on The Rock and Jericho tonight. We go earlier today with Crash Holland returning from a circus that was across the street. And then the posse jump them. Hey, all of them. They were just clowns. They were just some, yeah, dressed up as clowns. Just random but, clowns. But my favorite part of this whole thing. The end? That too. <laughs> Got it. But it's Eddie, it's Teddy Long <laughs> has a trench coat and a fake nose glasses on. And it's like, you would not know who that was. And he's like, trying so hard to make a tag match somewhere. Yes, he is. <laughs> Got a taker here. Yeah. Uh, the posse's slipping all over themselves because they're having legit, like, plastic clown shoes on and just slipping on on the wet concrete. Crash is, is able to get away. They must really love Shane McMahon. Jesus Christ. Uh, backstage with Kevin Kelly with The Rock. Rock has no problem with Y2J. Rock says in 10 days he's going to get the title of Triple H. 
Um, so t- Triple H can take a photo with it, go on a picnic with it, go to the Philadelphia Zoo and suck a monkey's nipple with it. But in 10 days, he's getting that title. Recap a Raw of Linda slapping Stephanie and once again Shane and Triple H shoving. So boys, let's go to our main event. Chris Jericho versus The Rock in a lumberjack match. It's your, your typical lumberjack match that when someone gets thrown, the heels, by heels, I mean all of them, attack them. Uh, Jericho does a springboard drop kick to The Rock for him to go to the outside. Triple H gets a cheap shot on. Rock then leaves the ring, fights uh, off with some of the lumberjacks, and Jericho does the same. They're outnumbered. Triple H gets on the apron to distract the ref. Benoit hits a flying headbutt on Jericho. He, uh, Triple H is still on the apron. X-Pac hits a X-Factor on The Rock. Rock kicks out of that when Jericho tries a pin. Rock hits a spine buster, but people get on the apron. The Rock punches them off. Rock grabs Triple H, pulls him back into the ring. Shane gets in the ring, but runs off. Rock hits a rock bottom on Jericho, but Triple H pulls the rock out of the ring. Rock gets back in the ring, hits another rock bottom. Shane gets on the apron to distract the ref. Triple H gets in the ring and hits the rock with the belt. Puts Jericho on top of the rock for the one, two, three. And that is SmackDown. SmackDown sucked. SmackDown was super boring. He wasn't that good. Better than Thunder. But, yeah. Better than Thunder. So let's go to the ratings since I, I'm here with SmackDown. Let's do the SmackDown since there was no Thunder. Last week, Thunder did get, did get a 3.10. WWE really good for Thunder. Got a 4.7. WCW for this week, nothing. For WWF, a 5.2. Jesus Christ. 5.2. Fuck. So let's go to the ratings for D- Nitro and Raw. Last week was the first Bischoff Russo, got a 3.1. Okay. WWF got a 6.2. What do you think this week did for WCW? Went, Went down. Okay. 2.8. Two, 2.8. Eight. Sure. Uh, 2.5. Ouch. W- Day after a WWF, 7.1. That the, the crowd said we did not like what you gave us on week one. Nope. So went up sand. Went up point nine and WCW went down point six. Jesus Christ. Hmm. How's that Bischoff Russo era looking? Dynamite. That's on Wednesdays on TNT. Oh, it is. Which you can listen to the No So Podcast when we talk about this up past pay per view. So boys, let's go to our favorite part yeah. of the show. Award show. Since we're doing three shows, you can pick either one. I didn't figured. Right. So let's start off with best match. Oh, it's Triple H and Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a damn good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, jabroni match of the week. Uh, the Package and Douglas. Yep. Because yep. fuck that shit. Who was your MVP? Jericho. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chris Jericho. Yep. Who is your motive? Second night in a row, Billy Kidman. I'm going to go with The Rock. Ooh, The Rock. He looked to get a case of boo-boo face once Austin became the focal point of his match at Backlash. He's not wrong about it, to be and, honest. And the uh, the uh, blahness kind of s- leaked over onto SmackDown as well. I didn't feel anything from The Rock this week. Oh, he was off. No, for sure. I'm going with uh, Kidman because you're trying to push him. 
You're trying to make them. Oh, they're pushing him somewhere. I don't think the plan was there for pushing. Well, okay, push well, okay. Well, the push is over as he got thrown in a dumpster and then a white Hummer rumming into him. I think he's being built. I think he's being used to put over Hogan, brother. Yeah. Well, you know, we forgot to talk about it on anything. The fact that you know the new blood's the baby faces somehow. I can't yeah, see. Only Russo's eyes. Can't see that. Uh, so, uh, sir, guys, WTF? Like, do you go last or first, Corey? I'll go first. Figure last. Um, I don't know. I well, I feel like I might be on the toes. Well, of, then I got mine. I'll go first. Okay. Then. Uh, again, for I don't know the fifth pay per view in a row. How was this Raw not the fucking go home show? This would have been a fucking phenomenal go home show to a pay per view. And we got one more week, which I'm sure will not be as good. So that's mine, gentlemen. Mine is. So mine is the fact that now it's the focal point of Stone Cold being in the being in the corner. The fact that it's now t- in the eyes of Jr. with the one line, and the eyes of what commentary talked about on SmackDown. It's it's Triple H versus Stone Cold. Oh, and by the way, The Rock's there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm stepping on your toes or any of that. Okay, no. Okay, cool. So Corey, there you I agree with you. That's one of the most famous Raws. Yep. I love that first half hour. Yep. But I think they made a huge tactical error this week. I think you're white hot. You've got no real competition. Why, why go back to Triple H and Rock where you could ride this for a couple of weeks, have Jericho's win count, have him be world champ. Mm-hmm. Have him go to Backlash to take on Triple H. Triple H can win it back there. Then you go back to your Rock Triple H stuff. There's n- absolutely no reason not to run with this. And then you've made another guy a main event level star. And you don't need Austin. You could use Austin in Mania. And if you're worried about The Rock, you can have The Rock be out there as like a special enforcer so DX doesn't get involved. Be in Jericho's corner. Triple H can still win, and you can pivot back to Triple H Rock. But this would have done, A, it would have freshened up the show. It would have made you think, fuck, anything can happen. And you just legitimize another guy at that level. Who is ready, by the way. Yeah, who the crowd is is ready to accept. Instead, you get a great match, Mm. a great moment, immediately ruined by the Earl Hebner bullshit afterwards. And then the whole rest of Raw and SmackDown. I'm actually okay with the Earl stuff afterwards. I'm okay with it. Uh, you did for sure didn't need to fucking pin Jericho later in the show. For sure that didn't need to happen. I don't like the Earl stuff because it should have stuck. So by your it, booking, yes. Yes. But I think if I was going to hedge bets, I'd kind of go with you, but I'd just put Jericho in as a triple threat match. But then I look at it. That ain't going to make him. He'll be no. overshadowed by Triple H and Rock. Especially Rock since he's a babyface. And even though in certain towns Jericho's getting a bigger pop, overall you don't want to push it. You want to legitimize him first, then do that. That's fair. So, but the Earl stuff, from the moment he loses until the end of SmackDown, it's all about making Triple H unstoppable and, coincidentally, punking out Jericho. He may have gotten a fast pin, but that's all he got out of this. He He gets pinned on Raw. He gets... 
He won on SmackDown. Yeah, not, not really, though. His, but, his, I mean, his, the fluke win on Jericho that didn't count. Yeah. He needs help, help to beat The Rock. Yeah. So, yeah. it in the long run, it actually, to me, does a little bit of damage to Jericho. Um, still one of the best segments in Raw history. But but I just I see a different path they could have gone that wouldn't have cost them any money. They were going to rake regardless. Mm-hmm. Because... So that's me. The ratings point out that the audience has clearly picked you. They don't give a fuck yeah. about that show. That show, that show there, of, by the way, is done now. It's like, fuck that show. And you the, all- the Russo Bishop was the last thing they had, and the audience got worse. And, so. then they, and then within your show, the crowd has shown oh. you that this guy's a chosen one. Yeah. We want him. So fucking go with it. He fell into your lap. A two-week run. That's all yeah. you just needed. You could have still gone back to Triple H and Rock with May or June or whatever the fuck your plan is. This could have been just a nice little reprieve, yeah. which is needed because Rock and Triple H is played the fuck out. Yeah. But that's just me. So Raw is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of the three, we're better. Raw is better, yeah. <laughs> um, so, boys, this brings it into this week's episode. We are two weeks away or from Backlash, and then a couple of weeks away from our from Hell Week. Hell Week. So? You haven't watched the shows yet. Not yet, but it's already Hell Week. Uh, so you can go to NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com, where you can find all of our photos, all of our blogs, all of our podcasts. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 